Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up With The Warriors. We're recapping the first game of the 2019 NBA playoffs the number one seed Warriors versus the number eight seed Los Angeles Clippers. And this game was fun. The Clippers are the largest underdog in a first round playoff series, but they were game. The Warriors did not just treat this as a game that they could walk away with and sleepwalk through and win easily they came out firing the clippers came out firing it was entertaining from the opening tip albeit pretty sloppy for the first really the first half was quite sloppy both teams clearly had a little bit of the not jitters it didn't seem but just the excitement of playing meaningful basketball Oracle Arena was absolutely rocking, and it seemed to get both teams going quite a bit. But the big story of the game was Steph Curry, who put on his superstar cape for this one. He was everywhere, and I mean everywhere. He was getting his shot easily. He was setting his teammates up. He played sensational defense in this game. He had a charge drawn that was just tremendous, a lot of balls that he stripped beautifully, and his rebounding was off the charts. His final line, he had 38 points, which led all scorers comfortably. He needed just 16 shots to get there. 11 of 16 from the field, 8 of 12 on threes, 8 of 9 on free throws. He also led the game with 15 rebounds. Nobody else had more than 8 And Steph Curry, one of the littlest guys on the floor, had 15. He threw in seven assists to go with that. Finished with a plus-minus of 27. It was just Steph's world, and everyone else, including his star teammates, were just playing in it. And that propelled the Warriors. They got a a lead early. For a while, it looked like they were going to run away with it, but the Clippers kept kind of trying to hang around. But ultimately, this game was never particularly in question. The Warriors jumped out to a lead, and they slowly built on it. Each quarter was kind of more of the same. They outscored the Clippers by 9 in the first quarter, 4 in the second quarter, 6 in the third quarter, and then the Clippers outscored the Warriors by 2 in the fourth quarter. So it was pretty standard, just slowly building up a lead, slowly adding to it, adding to it. This game was never, never really in doubt, and there wasn't really a particular moment where the Warriors turned it on and went from trailing to having the lead. It just had a pretty normal arc start to finish of the better team playing better basketball. Uh, The Warriors ultimately won 121 to 104, so a nice 17-point lead, but but it was fun and competitive along the way. One of the exciting matchups that we got treated to was Kevin Durant versus Patrick Beverly. When we did our Golden Stats of Mind podcast that you can find on our podcast network or on the site, uh, Joe Veray and WWWs and I 
recorded that on Thursday and we did a preview of this series and Joe posited that maybe the Clippers would put Beverly on Kevin Durant, even though there is a extreme size difference there. Patrick Beverly is listed at 6'1", might be shorter than that. Kevin Durant is listed at 6'11", is definitely taller than that. So a huge size difference. Um, but what I thought about that potential matchup that we talked about on, again, on the Golden Stats of Mind podcast was that Beverly is kind of an interesting and good choice to put on Durant because you don't need to match up size with Durant because even if you match up size, he's going to shoot over you. There is no one on the Clippers, even if they put Montrez Harrell or Ivica Zubats on him, not that those would be good choices, but if they put their tallest players on Kevin Durant, Durant is still going to shoot right over them. So at some level, trying to match up physically height and, and length and wingspan, what good does it do against Kevin Durant? Because he's going to shoot over you regardless. So you might as well put a player who can be feisty in other areas, give you fits in other ways, try to strip the ball, try to pressure you when you're way out on the perimeter. And Doc Rivers thought that was the approach to go. Had Beverly matching up with Durant for much of the game, and it was fun. Beverly did some some good things, certainly made KD have to work. KD still got his 23 points, 8 of 16 shooting, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Durant also had a tremendous defensive game. Three blocks in this one, but but really did some great things. But that matchup between he and Beverly resulted in some sparks flying a little bit because, as we all know, Beverly is a very feisty player. He plays with a lot of intensity, a lot of emotion. He started getting into the refs pretty early in this game and picked up a technical foul. He was getting in it with all of the Warriors, and he and KD were going back and forth at each other. Durant was kind of doing it with a smile on his face, kind of happy, and Beverly was doing it in, in Beverly's fashion, just kind of barking at him and, and having a good time, but also pretty intense. And then it all culminated in the fourth quarter when Durant fouled Beverly. And it's a little bit of an aggressive foul. He was bodying him up at, at half court, and, and Beverly kind of tried to sell it, and Durant kind of gave him a little bit of a shove. And after they called the foul, Durant just started walking towards Beverly, who was on the ground at this point, just kind of smiling and, and talking at him. And Beverly bounced up, got right back in Durant's face, and they were both immediately given double technicals and ejected because they both had technical fouls at that point and that just lit everyone up in an excited way oracle went crazy the warriors were excited about it so it's something for durant to watch because now he has two technical fouls already and seven technicals in the playoffs results in a suspension so he's going to have to be careful there eventually but for this game it was it was very entertaining draymond green needs to be talked about really quickly because one thing that I've been talking about a lot on these recaps is that in the playoffs, people are going to leave Draymond open and how he responds to that is going to be important. He needs to be aggressive, not necessarily shooting, but to make himself a part of the offensive picture so that the Warriors aren't playing four on five all the time. And that happened tonight. The Clippers gave him open looks. He shot a lot of them and made a lot of them. He 
was aggressive in other ways. He finished with 17 points, shot 7 of 12, 2 of 4 on threes, had 7 rebounds, 7 assists. He did turn the ball over 6 times, but that's going to happen with the role that he plays as a facilitator in this offense. Ultimately, he just played tremendous basketball and was the third leading scorer for the Warriors behind Curry and Durant. Same can't really be said for DeMarcus Cousins, who was also left open a lot and tried to shoot his way through it and it didn't really work. He shot four of 12 from the field, one of three on threes, finished with just nine points. It was a negative 17 in his 21 minutes. And it's the second straight game that Boogie has struggled against the Clippers. Remember, the Warriors played the Clippers in the regular season finale at Oracle. And Boogie shot 4 of 15 in that game. So in his last two games against the Clippers, he has made just 8 of 27 shots. Which is certainly not what you want from a big man. And really not what you want on a team that has so many high efficiency scorers to have someone shooting at that level of volume when they're not making them. Ultimately, the Warriors were a lot better in this game when Kevon Looney was playing center. Looney played 17 minutes, so almost as many as as Cousins, and led the team in plus-minus at plus 30 in those 17 minutes. Only took four shots, but he made three of them, six points, five rebounds. Also had two steals on the block. He just played tremendous, and he showed his defensive abilities when Lou Williams was on the court, who gets switched on to Lou and did a, a pretty good job, as we've come to expect from Looney, and did a tremendous job just protecting the rim, rotating. The Warriors were quick on defensively. Both Looney and Draymond were putting that on display with switches, and the way that they would react and recover was, was truly sensational. So it'll be interesting to see over the rest of this series and over the rest of the playoffs how Steve Kerr deploys those centers because Looney was definitely the better player tonight, but they know they need DeMarcus Cousins, who also fouled out in this game. Six turnovers, six fouls in just 21 minutes, so um, a lot for him to work on after his first career playoff game, and it'll be interesting to see how that center position unfolds in the next few games. So the Warriors win this one 121-104. to They lead the series one game to none. Game two is on Monday night on TNT from Oracle Arena, and we will be back after that one.